For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Is this right? This? Okay. Um, In a startling uh, description, the UN food chief warned the world with the words knocking on famine's door. He called what we're facing a perfect storm of a perfect storm, and he's not alone. Barron's published that a food shortage could be coming even in the United States. Pharmacia too, John Boyd, a fourth-generation farmer, told Fox News that we are going to see some empty food shelves in the coming months. That's why getting survival food is more important now than ever. Create your own stockpile of the best-selling Four Patriots survival food kits. Now, it's not your ordinary food. Um, We're talking good for 25 years, uh, super survival food. It's hand-packed in a family-owned facility um, in the United States of America and given jobs to over 200 Americans, which is very, very important. Uh, They have different delicious breakfasts and lunches and dinners. Um, You can make these meals in less than 20 minutes. Uh, All you have to do is add boiling water, uh, simmer, and serve. Uh, Now, right now, for the next few days, listeners of the Wayne Dupree podcast will get up to 10% they're fir- on their first order at fourpatriots.com by using the code name Wayne. Again, you will get 10%, actually 10% on your first order at patriots.com by using the code name Wayne. Just go to fourpatriots.com and use the code name Wayne to start your stockpile today. Don't get left behind, my friends. Don't get left behind. The United States of America is the most successful nation the world has ever known. I think that's largely because we're the freest nation. Humans cannot reach their potential, cannot realize their dreams unless they're free. If prosperity were easy, everybody around the world would be prosperous. If freedom were easy, everybody around the world would be free. If security were easy, everybody around the world would be secure. They are not. None of this is going to be easy. But this is the United States of America. It takes an extraordinary effort. It takes extraordinary commitment. It takes extraordinary strength. The Valley Forge wasn't easy. Going to the moon wasn't easy. Settling the West wasn't easy. We are the American people. We have seen difficulties before and we always overcome them. This is about rolling up our sleeves. We might have some differences, but at Americans putting our head down and getting it done.
ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Wayne Dupree Podcast. I am your host, Wayne Dupree. It is our Friday, your Thursday. We are here. We're shutting it down after this this broadcast. We're going to give you Friday to get yourself back together again, spend some time with the family, Take go out for a trip, go to Italy. <laughs> go to Greece, you know. <laughs> Go go to Minnesota, um, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Uh, but uh, we, I, I do want to say thank you for those that have been sticking it, sticking with us for the last twelve, sticking it to us. Um, I'm sticking with us for the last twelve years. Um, this is our last show. I'm only practicing for next November because. <laughs> <laughs> I only practice because I'm t- I'm telling you right now. It's been a good run. It's been a good win, run, ladies and gentlemen. Right. If we don't win next year, I'm done. I'm 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 done. For real, I'm done. Politics to me is dead. If we don't win next year, it's dead. No, you keep doing it. If we don't win next year, and you keep doing it, I don't feel like going to jail. <laughs> right. <laughs> don't laugh. We have they're reached set, the point. Setting they're setting us up. <laughs> we have reached the point where whoever loses the next election, their folks are going to jail. Whether Somebody's it's going Trump to jail. That's right. Or Democrats win. If you're a, if you're a prison guard right now, you're you're looking forward to it. <laughs> right. <laughs> look, look. Um, as a lot, uh, we don't have anything to worry about because we get suppressed. So we, so you know, they really don't know too much about us because. We are suppressed. Let me introduce the Godfather Conservative Radio, Mr. Hutch Bailey Jr. Uh, hello, everybody. My name is Fred Barnes, and I'm located in Michigan. Uh, thanks for joining the show here on Green Wave Media. <laughs> and our special guest host from Chattanooga. Chattanooga, yeah, Tennessee. Chattanooga. Yeah. Hey, good, good afternoon, y'all. My name is Bobby Riggs. I'm from down in Chattanooga, Tennessee. You can find me in my trailer park. I, uh, if the Department of Justice is watching, I, uh, I'll be over at the Quickie Mart later, picking up me some, uh, some old English 800 to go along with his menthol cigarettes. I can get me some menthols. Y'all, y'all boys like some menthols. Okay, well, if we doing it like that, then my name is um, Sherry Wilson. And I'm and and I'm broadcasting from San Francisco, and um, I I am me thou thou yesterday, yeah um her and him, and um I just broadcast. I oh hang on I gotta go use the cat box I'll be right back. <laughs> oh my god! Don't what don't was the last night? What a freaking debacle last night! Yeah, uh, I didn't. You know, seriously, you know what? I watched two minutes. That was it. Two minutes. I watched. I mean, well, maybe it was two and a half because, um, and it was early. But <laughs> those moderators thought they were going to be in charge. See, si, senor. Those moderators thought they were gonna be in charge, and uh, everybody on stage wanted to say something. Everybody wanted. I mean, it was like you know what? I can't take it no more. I can't. (laughs) 
I know how it is when, I mean, I've been in that place before because when you're kids and you hear your parents yelling and stuff and you're like, God, just imagine like a whole group of married couples just yelling, man. I'm like, oh my God, this, no, can't take it. Team uh, Team DeSantis over at uh, the Daily Caller summed it up pretty well. He said, that? cut mics, expensive curtains, offensively stupid questions, GOP debate falls flat. Yeah. yeah. And and um, um, Chen C-Tech, uh, Chattanooga watched it, didn't you? Yeah, I, I got to <laughs> say, I uh, I hate myself. I watched the whole thing. <laughs> I Thanks, got about man. Thanks, I, man. I, I got about an hour and hour and 10, 20 minutes in last night. I mm. said, I got to pause this. I got to finish it this morning. I get up early. And uh, yeah, I, I've got an extensive breakdown. Uh, but last night when I went to bed, my thought was, dear God, if any of these people are the nominee, it is, I've been saying it, it's Reagan, Mondale, only we're the Mondale. And they were all a bunch of, it was awful. It yeah, was, was bad. Yeah, kind of reflects on the party. It does. And, you know, we actually yeah. have some bright folks, and a lot of those folks aren't running this this yeah. round because President Trump should be the nominee, in my opinion. And, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I mean, just to give the breakdown, Ron DeSantis, uh, his biggest contribution, other than the awkward smiles, <laughs> were, uh, were giving Joe Biden campaign ads against Donald Trump. So that was really nice. Thanks, Ron DeSantis. Vivek had the strangest hair ever. He was going for, like, kitten play. And uh, his he, he, couldn't, he couldn't land a line. Nikki Haley was just Nikki Haley. She just is what she is. Warmonger, whatnot. Tim Scott reminded me when you go into, like, an abandoned Baptist church where there's, like, 12 people. And you, got some, you got some crazy guy up there, like, saying stuff. And you're like... I can see why nobody goes to this church. That was that 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 was Tim Scott, completely confused, kind of loud, kind of flapping around. Uh, Chris Christie, all I thought of was from the Austin Powers movies, Fat Bastard. You know, get in my belly. Get. In, I mean, it was like, how do I how do I try to spin something into Trump? Mike Pence was the worst. He was like, when you hang out with that guy that makes dad jokes, only dad jokes can sometimes be at least kind of knee slapping funny only imagine dad jokes being just like you don't even chuckle like like three times he said something i looked over at my wife on the couch and she's like oh that was dumb that was dumb (laughs) and and then my winner of the night was bergam the dude from from north dakota he just like he was just pissed sometimes like can i get called on can I can I talk about that? All, they always have that guy. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it was they were fighting. They were childish. They needed the mute button. They didn't answer questions. It was uh I mean, and even it was funny because you can tell Fox News is in on it. Cause like they're oh, yeah. asking a series of questions. I can't like about something, and then it's something that would be bad for Ron DeSantis. They ask him an unrelated question that he doesn't answer either of the two. And then they go back to the line of questioning for the other. Mm-hmm. They were trying to just, if if it comes out that they had given Ron DeSantis the questions like the Dems did with Hillary, I wouldn't be shocked. And then after that debacle, I think Gavin Newsom <laughs> summed it up best where he's like, this is the B squad. And uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it was. Me... Yeah, go ahead. No, I, I was just saying, I wonder if they know that. 
Oh, God. I wonder if they, they know that the, that the country's laughing at their dumb self. They have to, including no, Fox, I mean, including Fox. Not not yeah. just the candidates, the, yeah. the, the the actors. They're not candidates. None of them right. are, are candidates. Right. Right. I I will say. I don't think they know because they still think we're living in 2014 where people take what these folks say seriously. Well, if they don't know, it's because of their echo chamber campaign team or their staff. Yeah. Yeah. You know, oh, 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 you, oh, oh, you, oh, you, you knocked that one out of the park. <laughs> you know, kind of like that. Let me ask you, um, because Ron DeSantis was supposed to be the top. Go, um, uh, a person at the top last night, but they started off with Tim Scott, right? And they kept going back to Tim Scott, like Tim Scott was in the lead. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> I was like, I mean, it was a while before the Sanders even got a chance to say anything. I was like, wow, yeah, wow. I didn't see the debate, but I heard a report that said that DeSantis or somebody played a tape, or that Fox played a tape of video. And Biden tweeted, I agree with that. And it was like a pro DeSantis tweet by Biden. It's like. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. The one going viral today is he tried to throw President Trump under the bus for the increase in the deficit, which we all know was was largely because of COVID. I mean, look at and Paul look, Ryan and Paul Ryan. And, and we know that. And we've been critical of President Trump saying, like, he agreed to omnibus bills he shouldn't have. And it took him a while to figure out that the establishment Republicans were the ones curtailing him as much as anything. Uh, but yeah, Joe Biden used the Ron DeSantis, the, the Ron DeSantis debate thing to campaign against President Trump this morning. They actually awesome. clipped it. Yeah. And so did you see what did you see what Donald Trump said to the RNC. This is how you can tell that the Republican Party is a fraud, folks. And I hate to keep saying that, but my goodness, we got to get this right. Everybody's got to know this. Right. Trump said, why are you wasting all these resources and money on these stupid debates when we ought to be focused on beating Biden? Right. Yep. You know, none of those people's going anywhere. It probably ruined their careers. Yeah. You know, um, it's, if there's if there's one thing that I I mean, I think I knew it, but I don't think that it kind of registered with me until watching it last night. Ron DeSanders is a freaking whiner. He's a whiner. Yeah. I mean. Um, and, and, and believe me, I'm, well, I don't know. I don't care if y'all think I'm trying to hurt his feelings or not. He's a whiner. And I was listening to everybody up there on that stage had a man voice, even Nikki Haley, they, they had a man voice. <laughs> I mean, you know, and I thought about this last night. I was like, everybody up there sounds commanding, you know, in their own way, but they sound commanding. And then Joe Biden, this. he's completely missing in action from leadership. And you know who else is missing in action? Donald Trump is missing in action. He should be on this stage tonight. He owes it to you to defend his record where they added $7.8 trillion to the debt. That set the stage for the inflation that we have now. I get That's the clip there Biden's using. Congratulations. Can I just say, too, like, I like watching pro wrestling. I don't watch it much anymore, but I used to. And you could yeah. tell when a wrestler got up there and they had that it factor. Like, they're compelling. Like, yes, people yes, want, like, yes. And yes. Ron DeSantis has zero it factor. And not that that should determine exactly. who should be president. Right. But, That's human nature. 
it, yeah. right. I mean, you Charisma. get a politician. Oh my God. And then even watching Newsom, we hate Newsom. But if you watch him just engaging with Hannity, dude is smooth. You, shit. I, I, I know. Look, look, and I'm, I'm afraid of that. I'm, I'm right. afraid of that in a way because when I look at him, he just like you said, he's smooth as hell, and he sits back. And even if you try to rattle him, <clears throat> he'll give you that Joe Biden smile that beat Paul Ryan, and you know, right? No, no, no. No, that's not even. He doesn't raise his voice or not. He, no, no. I mean, he might have that little scowl at first, but then he'll bring him back to no, mm -mm, mm -mm, no, kind of like that. I'm like, God, dog. I mean, I am. I would never. I'm not. There's no nothing in my body that would vote for Gavin Newsom. But God darn, if I was a Democrat, I'd vote for him. Oh, I'm yeah. serious. I, I mean, he's, he's he, yes, he he is that smooth. Um. And uh, he said something about DeSantis. He was like, uh, DeSantis knows he messed up. I mean, why in the world yeah. would you? And, and he said it. Why in the world would you, would you debate somebody that's not even running for president? That, that's, that's crazy. Right. And why would you, you run know? against somebody who's got 70% support? Hey, can I just <laughs> I mean, say, too, on, last night, Ron DeSantis dropped my least favorite. We all have ticks. We all have things we do. I rub my face too much. Right? We all have those things you do. My least favorite Ron DeSantis tick is after he says something and pauses, he makes his face like he just smelled his own fart. Where it's like, <laughs> like he'll say something and if you watch that, and he's kind of like, <laughs> and just watch for it. Because he does it. He did that for like every time he would give his speech, he'd make this like, yeah, I hope nobody smells that. It was <laughs> you, you, you want to know how bad this is? I've never heard a DeSantis speech. I have no desire to listen to it. Right. Really. I mean, I haven't. I, I don't even know. Like you're saying these things. I'm like, did I ever see that? No, because I never really watched it. I never it. watched it. Yeah, I mean, I mean sound clips I've seen, clips, but yeah. not like. Just no, watch to the end when he completes a sentence. It's like yeah. the most annoying thing ever. I'll look for it if I ever see it. <laughs> You remember the one that uh, um, Vivek got him on the last debate and um, it kind of rattled him. And he was like, well, we take care of China because China yeah. Yeah. have to take care of China and China will take care of China. It's like, what in the hell did you just say? I what? saw that, but I only saw it on this show. So, so what's <laughs> funny, too, to show that this is coordinated by Fox is in the first debate ron got rolled because of china right and yeah and when i said like they were asking a series of questions and they asked ron a different question it was a china question so they gave him the underhand lob where we're talking about this we're going to ask you about china so you can clean up your mess from the last debate it was mm -hmm. crazy they had to sell discounted ads for that yeah well one of them one of the ads after they had talked down about tiktok one of the ads was tiktok Yes. One of the ads was how great TikTok was, and that's after they had just talked TikTok down. Um, I I guess right now they're having an impeachment inquiry this morning. I've been watching it start? all morning. Did that start? Yep. Ten at, uh, nine o'clock central. Yeah. I, I, I don't watch that, but I do have a clip that I'm getting ready to play from that. It looks like um, Jamie Raskin is uh, doing doing his little moves. You know, oh, oh, he's not wearing his um bandana. That's good. Okay, he's great. Kelly threw his hair back. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> it's funny because he said the reason why he was wearing his bandana is because 
the cancer thing and he couldn't have hair. But then like week after week, you start seeing the hair grow out <laughs> from under the thing. I was like, wait a minute. He's making a mockery. Oh, um, congratulations to the Senate. Fester has to wear a suit. Right. Unanimous. Unanimous. Which Fester I don't understand that because Schumer elect voted against himself. You know, that's what they do. That's what they do in the Senate. I can say that Fetterman is a clown, but his Twitter timeline is becoming one of my favorite Twitter threads. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he, he might not know how to talk, but he's somebody, a funny guy. Yeah, yeah, he, he got some tweets that go on. Yeah, yeah, he was. A, but um, yeah, uh, um, I don't, you know, I mean, honestly, I can't say who's the winner and who's the loser from last night because again, I turned it off after all that yelling. Uh, but I did, but I did want to ask. Let's see, ask you about the Tim Scott thing. Uh, and then I, how do you, th- how do you think Vivek fared? Because it looks like he's a, no, I don't want to disparage him. It looks like he's a little kid at the party. You know what? Here it is. We used to have a little, we used to have a kid in elementary school and it's like the teacher couldn't get out a cool two two minutes worth of um, teaching without the kid raising his hand, asking, asking a question, you know, hated, and everybody hated was like, that kid. Everybody was like, Oh man, come on. Not you again. But usually you know, they raise their hand right before, right as the, after the bell rang or something. Yeah. Yeah. Can I, can I, and um, so the vet is start. Oh, I don't know if he's starting, but that's where he is right now. He even got Nikki Haley to say something that kind of didn't go too well on social media. She said every time she hears him, she's dumber. She's dumber from for hearing him every time. I was like, well, damn, Nikki, that's kind of hard. You know, I will say Vivek last night, he you could tell he was he was in too deep. The first debate, I don't think they were prepared for how smooth he was and some mm-hmm. of the lines of attacks he took. And he got a few good things out, like he was talking about ending birthright citizenship for illegal immigrants, which I think I support. I don't think yeah, that's a controversial uh, position. But, yeah, he he got slammed pretty hard. It was uh, – I'll be curious how he looks in the third debate. Because that first one, I thought he did really well. <clears throat> the second one, he – yeah, he got he got drummed up pretty good. So we'll have to see what his bounce back potential Can is. Can I go back to uh, Gavin Newsom for a second? Mm-hmm. That uh, what you said is right. He's smooth, and, and I think that under normal circumstances that might work. But I think this election, there are concrete, serious issues that matter to every single voter that that is not going to work on. And I hope that's true. I don't know. I'm just speculating. But I watched a little bit of that speech at in Michigan that Trump had this morning, and I'm going to tell you what: those were almost 100 percent Democrats in that room. Yep, And there was some fire in there because he was hitting, not just because he was there, when he would say certain things about the industry and about people making a living and things like that, man, that place went stupid. I don't think that's going to work this time. I think because people are paying uh, $12 for a bottle of maple syrup and, and you know how much gas is and everything, and it's getting ready to be 
fuel oil time. It's getting ready to be heating time. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really going to kick in because those prices historically at this time of year plummet and they're going higher now. Yep. It's uh, th- there's some real things going on and I don't think that Mr. Gel hair is going to be able to work. I, I hope I'm right. Well, I well, think I mean, he's not right. Well, he's going to be running, but I he, think what it'll come down to is can 2028. He, I think he'll run 2024. I could be wrong, but Man, um, I saw I saw a story yeah. that he, he didn't say no the last time he was asked. He did. Right. He did with Hannity. He no, did with I know Hannity this is this me. is like recently, like yesterday. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think the Democrat side just waiting to see if Biden taps out, and I think they're putting pressure on him to tap out. That <laughs> stuff's coming out. I think if he taps out, Newsom's likely Newsom or Michelle Obama. But I I think the difficult thing, and this was what my wife and I talked about last night, is is we aren't going to believe Gavin Newsom, but our Democrat voters going to believe. I think, and that was my point. I think if you're if you're paying, I think uh, huge amounts of money, and it's directly related. If Trump can make the case that it's directly related to the Democrat Party, then I don't know because you got to remember Reagan. Reagan won union voters too. He won Teamsters. And well, you got to realize Trump only lost by 40, 50,000 votes across three states. You know, well, so ha- it's not millions he needs to move. Yeah, but, you know, different things change too. Uh, right. Because um, their war machine has been honing their skills uh, since yep. since 2020. Our war machine so, is their war machine. Yeah, right. I mean. The RNC is mean, wasting everything on these freaking people just so Trump doesn't win. Yeah, and then and then you have the Democrats that are sharpening their their uh, their ballot counting knife machines to get more numbers if they need more numbers, and and and, and you know what? And I'm sorry to say that because I still believe we still have to vote in mass. I still believe that we have to show up, and I still believe we can win. I really do. I I really believe that we can win. Uh, but but I'm not stupid to the fact that. Um, that they can do it again. I'm I, not, I mean, I'm, I agree. You know, with I'm you. not. Yeah. The problem is, it's a damn shame that we have to get 200 million votes to get 100 of them to count. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Right. And that's right. what we got to do. And but this time, at the end of the day, we only have one chance. Like you said, show's over if we lose, yeah. right? And I'm and I'm all the way down with that. My show's over too. Yeah. You know, yeah, it, yeah. It, it, the the fact of the matter is, if we do that. We have got to destroy the RNC, and we've got to fix the election process in this country. Screw Ron and McDaniel, Carl Rove, lock them up, get them out of the way. Whatever we got to do, we got to do. We got one more shot, and it's going to take serious men to do it. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, you know, watching, <laughs> I was watching um, Donald Trump. Uh, it was an interview. I forget who was interviewing him, but uh, he was talking about some some of the good people at Fox news, right? One name he didn't say. He didn't say Sean. I got, I got something for you on that too. (laughs) I I, got to give you credit, man. I got to give you credit. Cause the other thing I watched, the other thing I watched this morning was Tucker Carlson's interview with Bill O'Reilly. Oh, how was that? Oh my God. And other than the fact that Bill O'Reilly is getting older. I mean, you can see it right there. It's a shame. It's been six years. Do you know that? Yeah. Six six years since they fired him. But listen what he said. He said that uh, 
the reason that Fox News, he, he was talking about cable news. Mm-hmm. And he said, cable news is going. I mean, he said, it's going to be there, but it's going to be like the network news is now. You know, like back in the day, he used to say, did you see what Dan Rather said or Tom Brokaw or Peter Jennings? He said, when's the last time you heard somebody say that? They don't right. do it anymore. Right. right. He said, so you're still going to have cable and Fox News is going to win because Fox News has better talent. Fox News will win cable, but cable will lose. And I was like, man, that's pretty prophetic. That's what Wayne said. You know, I mean, that they're going back and it's a shame that they are. It really is. If you're watching Fox News, you're being influenced. Let's put it that way. Yeah. And not in a good way. It's just, it's just straight. It's just straight opinion. Yeah, I mean, and well, I mean, and look, and I understand exactly what Trump means about Ducey because I noticed that months ago. What do you say about him? It's just the negativity that he's bringing. He has bought into the, the election hasn't been stolen. He's bought into oh, yeah, 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 Trump yeah. laws. He bought into the documents in um, Mar-a-Lago. He's bought into almost everything the liberals have been talking about. And, and kill me and uh, Sean's girlfriend in the middle. What's her name? Ainsley. 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 Both of them are looking at him like this. You know, and he's like, well, you know, I'm just saying, I'm, I'm just saying, and I'm like, damn, he, he, he has literally sold, not sold out, but yes, it has is. given over, has given over to the other side, and is not playing the devil's advocate. He's not playing the devil. He believes in this stuff because he's been doing it over a while, and Donald Trump he's, sees it. He's seeing, he's saying what he's paid to say. Mm. Yeah, they're all doing a job, and they're gonna gonna recite what they're told to say. That's what that's what O'Reilly said. That kind of too. He said, "I got to beat the guy that's going next to me, and if I do, they reward me with money, yeah. not with loyalty, not with love, not with respect, with money." Yeah, you know. And he said, "You too, Tucker. Same way with you." You know mm-hmm. what he said? He said something about Putin too. I think Bill O'Reilly did. Did he? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He he. He was talking about how the reason why Washington hates Donald Trump is because Donald Trump doesn't fear anybody in Washington, D.C. He's not afraid of them. That's true. And because uh, Washington, D.C., Bill Wright, Bill Wright is, is all about, you know, on Thursday night, I have a dinner with um, Senator such and such. And and well, you well, I'm getting ready to go over to Representative uh, Johnson's. Um, so they get ready to have a soiree. Where I, it's about knocking shoulders mm-hmm. and 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 champagne glasses, drinking and stuff. Is the two da do okay? <laughs> and he he was like, Donald Trump is not all into that. He, he's not into that. And there's another thing that he said too. He was like, when he went there, he wasn't all into that hanging out with all that stuff and everything, but. He brought up Putin. He said Donald Trump is a serious man. Mm-hmm. And he asked him about Putin. And he believes in making friends with so-called enemies to keep them closer, to know what's going on, and to have a handle on things. He said Donald Trump is about making a deal. Right. He is not, 
Bill O'Reilly said he's not a conservative. He's not a Republican. He's not a Democrat. He's a businessman. He's about making deals and about deals that will help the United States of America and have them on top. Okay. And I was listening to Bill. I was like, but damn, Bill. Yeah, that's right. He was like, uh, I asked him about Putin and he wouldn't tell me. But, I, but I'll say this. He's got something on Putin. He said, he said, he said, Bill O'Reilly's, I mean, and he didn't, he didn't even smile when he said, Donald Trump has something on Putin. He won't say what it is, but he got something. Hey, I know we're getting ready to go to break Wayne, but I I just got to make sure that the audience all sticks around because after the break, ladies and gentlemen, we have Roy Guo coming on the show from the new federal state of China. And you ain't going to believe the new G fashion. (laughs) Oh my God. That's a highlight of my week. Seeing what Roy's wearing, it's blurred yeah, out. I can see. It. Yeah, that. Yeah, that's a badass shirt there, right there. <laughs> Roy, you know what? They gotta have some awesome cologne because you just can't be looking that that good. And and you know, you man, oh man. So Roy, Roy Guo from the New Federal State of China is going to be joining us right after, uh, right after the break. You're watching the Range of Free Park, uh, Podcast with Hush Bailey Jr. And J-Rob from Minnesota here on the Red Voice Media Network. We'll be right back. When I invented my pillow, my passion was to help each and every one of you. And 20 years later, all of your support is what keeps us going. Because of you, we've been able to create thousands of USA jobs and help millions get the best sleep ever. To thank you, my employees and I are bringing you a limited edition MyPillow. The Giza Elegance My Pillow is made with my patented adjustable fill, the most amazing cotton, and a two-inch pipe gusset. It has four custom loft levels, machine washable and dryable, and you get my 60-day money-back guarantee and 10-year warranty. Go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get your limited edition 20th anniversary MyPillow queen size. Retails for $69.98, now only $19.98. That's right, get a queen size MyPillow for only $19.98. From all of us here at MyPillow, We interrupt today's programming to bring unfortunate news. Biden's dangerous plan for a digital dollar is underway. Don't be fooled. It won't benefit you. So take action now. The Federal Reserve's phased deployment of FedNow began on July 1st, 2023. Be prepared. This may catch many off guard and put your hard-earned assets in jeopardy. But here's the good news. There's a simple legal tax loophole to opt out of the digital dollar. Speak to someone at American Alternative Assets for a free wealth protection guide and discover how to safeguard your wealth with gold and silver IRAs against a failing dollar and volatile markets. Dial 833, the number 2 USA Gold. Yes, call now, 833-287-2465. This invaluable guide provides precise steps to transfer your IRA or 401k into precious metals without any tax consequences. Don't let Biden force you into using the government's new digital dollar. Call 833, the number two USA Gold. Yes, call now, 833-287-2465. Act swiftly, 833-287-2465. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the show. What's up, Killer? 
What's up? What's up, Ro- What's up, RG Smooth? What's up, man? <laughs> hey guys, how are you doing? <laughs> Glad to be Roy's here. trying to be all serious, and we're out I know, here like, I know, what's right? I know. Where he, he looks great. You look too cool to be serious, man. You look too cool now. I'm Thank sitting here so thinking, much. do you wear that outside? It looks good. <laughs> yes, this is this is uh, I think from G Fashion's newest collection, uh, Buddha collection. It's not the newest collection, but the newest item uh, for unisex. Um, so you can see the prints uh, are like similar to the ones I wear last time. Um, mm-hmm. It, it represents the belief of uh, most Chinese people, uh, Buddhism, um, opposed opposing to what CCP want us want people to believe that Chinese people are atheists. They are not, by the way. Um, and CCP even itself is not is not atheist. They are not atheist. They believe in high pref- uh, prophecies and you know superstitions. That's why they ordered the Pangu Plaza, the the only and the best uh, dragon shaped building. Um, Miles Square built in uh, 2020, uh, uh, 2008 for the Olympic game. Um, they, they believe it's bad luck. So that's why they demolished mm. the head of the dragon. You can search this. It's a big news. And, and people were shocked that, oh, like, isn't CCP atheist? Why, why did they just alter the building just because of its uh, representation of dragon, of good fortune and virtue of Chinese people? So... There's a lot of cultural, you know, um, sense in there. I'll tell you this. I, um, we're glad to have you, RG, um, here on the Red Voice Media Network. Um, I I still can't get over G, G is coming here to um, to uh, to Washington D.C. at the end of October, I think. Um, but but then again, you know. He has to see how his investment is going with the man in man in the White House, I guess. What do you think is going to be his main mission um, to speak with uh, Biden about when he comes over here? Well, definitely. First of all, I think uh, last uh, two a couple of weeks we've been exposing that they're uh, under the table plan or uh, arranging a meeting between you know she and Biden. Uh, for G20, although we know it didn't happen, but she wouldn't give up, right? Um, he uh, now, like we have internal sources telling us that he's uh, still planning to meet with Biden next month, probably in San Francisco, because you know, remember uh, November there's an APAC summit meeting uh, happening in San Francisco. So that's what she where when she hopes to uh, meet with Biden. Uh, of course, uh, I believe they're gonna talk about uh, easing the tension so-called tension between, you know, China and and the United States. We know, like, the CCP has been asking the United States to lift, uh, you know, those sanctions uh, on uh, China and on the CCP. And even, like, on Syria, like, a couple, just a couple of days ago, um, it's uh, all over the Chinese media that that she is meeting with uh, Syria President Assad, who's Mm -hmm. also a dictator was also like supporting Putin and supporting, you know, I think it is already becoming the one of the countries, one of the tyrannies that uh, like uh, forming this new axis of evil we exposed um, uh, about a month ago. And definitely another topic would be Taiwan. Uh, she would not give up taking over Taiwan. Uh, she would wants to know what uh, Biden and U.S. think about uh, his like uh, future uh, actions on 
Taiwan, uh, which is extremely dangerous. And also we exposed that she has already uh, offered um, Biden that he, he would like to help with his, uh, you know, election, 2024 election. Um, mm -hmm. And also one purpose of this is, you know, she now he's forming up this uh, uh, new axis of evil. He's, he's been working with Russia and North Korea a lot. And I think Putin is going to meet with Xi this October. And also she has also worked with, worked with other countries like Iran, like Cuba, like Venezuela, now Syria. And uh, also like she, like the CCP became the very first regime to appoint an ambassador to the Taliban. So you can imagine that, like, like we we talked about this a couple of weeks ago. Like this gonna the, this gonna expand. It's not gonna limit to those three countries. Once this evil axis forming up, and the de-dollarization plan start to you know being executed, more tyranny is gonna join because they they feel like she is is the leader of the new uh, evil UN, and um, she also wants to flex his muscle. I think she wants to make sure. That he has this image of uh, you know leadership, and he can, he wants to show to other uh, tyranny, other dictators that he can handle or even control the United States. Roy, um, I, I I'd like to take advantage of your organization's reach and, and knowledge uh, of of things going on now, especially with Xi and his entourage. Uh, we we can pretty much uh, come to the conclusion that Joe Biden is an empty vessel. In other words, I don't think that, you know, G meeting Biden, I don't know how much weight that's going to carry, but I, I would like to know who else from the CCP position wise is, is China bringing to Washington, DC or San Francisco, wherever. And who else will G himself meet besides Joe Biden? And if you don't know that now, that's fine. We got until October. But it's just something that I think we, it would be valuable for us to know how the tentacles come out. I don't think that they're going to come here. And maybe I'm wrong, but I don't think that Xi Jinping is going to come here to singularly meet with Joe Biden and then go home. I, I don't think that there's enough decision-making capability in Joe Biden. I think he's got to meet other people, and I'd be really curious to see who those people are. Well, definitely. I mean, you're, you're absolutely right, because this infiltration has been happening for decades not even years, for decades. And remember, like, Miles used to say this, like, if the politicians of the United States really wants to take down the Chinese Communist Party, you only have to do three things. Other Others are all performance, right? Others are all not softballs, like soft, you know, actions. First, we need to sanction and seize all the overseas CCP assets. We're talking about, like, something like 20 trillion dollars later we're going to talk about evergrande and country garden like those those companies being stolen like trillions of dollars like if you just pick one one is like uh, three three hundred billion dollars in debt actually more than that but that's those money belongs to uh, like american and chinese deplorables and middle class so one is sanction seize all the ccp assets second bend all the investment and communications between the CCP and the mainstream media, the Wall Street and big tech companies. So we're not talking about one name or, or two names or one right. or two person. Like those, it's it's systematic and so uh, comprehensive, so massive. And mm -hmm. still remember, like last time I said, the, the the CCP, like the professors in college, they just openly talk about it. They say like, if I cannot handle the problem with one stack of U.S. dollars, I'll use two stack. 
Yep. Right. right. So, so right. any c- communication, any like conversation they're having, any um, money going through like uh, their bank accounts, like there should be investigation. And third, the, thir- the third uh, measure is uh, the the just tackle with the legal infiltration and, the, and sh- should be investigation in all the cases. Right. This is really important because it, it's really, really weird. It's, it's so, so much, so many uh, shenanigans. Anytime someone's standing up and speaking for the people, there's a legal, uh, you know, cases against them. Right. So we're, we're talking about like any, anyone, anyone who's speaking up and say something true, that there'll be a, a rape case. Right. There'll be a fraud case. There'll be a case out of nowhere. There are like 74 cases against Miles. Right. That's a so, community. Yeah. You know, it, you made a great point earlier, Roy, that I just wanted to hammer home to our listeners. They're forming this ax, this uh, axis of evil. And if you think about it from the axis of evil's perspective, China doesn't care what they do. They don't care if they have LGBTQ rights. They don't care if they don't care what they're doing in their country. China just wants to exert influence over those organizations and that uniquely positions them because their choice is do we want to deal with america who's going to say like oh don't do this don't do that support this support that or do they want to deal with china that really doesn't care you know you want to execute people because china's probably doing something worse that we just haven't heard about so so how quickly is that going to expand in some of these really awful states that we do business with well, it's going to be really dire. Well, the situation is, look, well, the, the issues we talk about or the domestic issue we have right now, lots of them, um, I think they're they're from the mainstream media and the so- social media companies and the big tech companies been sleeping in bed with CCP for so long. Remember, like when six years ago, five years ago, when we start to talk about CCP's infiltration, we got instantaneously got banned, right? Yep. We got labeled, we got banned, we got... And also we got trashed. I mean, like, look at, look at Miles, like the two independent, you know, uh, reports report reported one in Australia, one is, I think a Stanford uh, report reported that Miles Bull was the, was the uh, single person that's trolled and most trolled and most attacked and most hacked person like in social media history, right? Mm-hmm. Why do they do that? Where, where the money come from? And also later, I think we kind of talk about VOA, right? The VOA, uh, in 2017, like this has never happened before and never happened even afterwards, right? They shut down the live stream the moment when he talked about the former vice president Wang Qishan's corruption, right? right. They're, supposed to, they're supposed to set up a three-hour, uh, uh, you know, live stream <coughs> and, and like one hour, one hour, 10 minutes, it just got shut down. The, just the moment when Miles spilled out the words, Wang Qishan, mm-hmm. his name. It got shut down, right? Let me and- just explain that to the audience real quick because they probably don't know. Um, VOA, I'm a big radio enthusiast. During the Cold War, VOA is the voice of America. It's public radio to spread democracy, freedom, and liberty. And we used mm-hmm. to sit there and beam radio signals into the Soviet Union, into China, into Cuba, all over the world. It was a, it was a righteous thing that I wanted to work for when I was a kid. And now... 
they become totally corrupt. Go ahead, Roy. I just wanted yes, to lay it's, that out. It's, there. Uh, you're right. You're absolutely right. I mean, like VOA, like in I think in, in the 80s, in the 90s, even like I think uh, my father, my parents, like, they the living come is China, but they want freedom. They want to listen to enemies radio station, which is mm -hmm. VOA. <laughs> like they they want the truth. They want the freedom. So that's like, like a beacon of uh, freedom is VOA and. Now you know like how deep the infiltration is. So going back to Jay's uh, question, I think a lot of things is programmed by by the Communist Party, and we we were not realizing that how deep the infiltration was. So that's why it's so important to ban uh, TikTok, to ban like companies like WeChat, Zoom, and also to have a like wholesome investigation in all these uh, media outlets that's been in bed and working. Uh, for the Chinese Communist Party. And some of them, they are not so obvious because I think those are, for example, VOA, they're, they're also like criticizing the CCP. But whenever it comes to a really important critical questions, critical names, they, they, they will shut up. We call it like controlled oppo opposition. Oh, yeah. Right? It's, it's, it's soft critiques, it's soft, you know, a boss after soft boss. But when it really comes to a key issue, key person, they will shut up. That's controlled opposition. So that's why I think those investigations are so important into the uh, mainstream media and also the social media and big tech companies and who's giving money to them. You know, with the with this um, with that VOA uh, uh, news that that just came down, um, and with the more I mean, with the additional news of um g traveling i i'm <clears throat> i still can't <clears throat> i still can't get in my mind that he that he's coming here but i think hutch did ring the bell a little bit it's like maybe it's not him meeting biden maybe it's him meeting somebody else maybe we need maybe nfc maybe nfsc needs to look into that because blinken <clears throat> Blinken came out this morning, uh, which which kind of shocked me a little bit. Blinken, well, actually it didn't shock me because I thought it was a stupid statement. But Blinken said that China wants to be the dominant power in the world. He, I mean, that's he he put that out there, um, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, China wants to be the uh, the the dominant power in the world. I'm like, well, Mister Helper, you about fifty years too late. I mean, uh, but that one because they, I mean. In that right, Roy, they put that in works like 50 years ago. This is, I mean, if you're just trying to make headlines right now, you you way behind the curve. Yeah, definitely. I mean, like if you if you look at the books, they have like 24 years ago, it's a quarter of a century already, right? After Gulf War, like those two generals, those two CCP generals in military, like published a book called Unrestricted Warfare, which is a blueprint of how to um, defeat uh, and demise the United States without having a, a kinetic warfare. That's the yeah. whole thing. Like everything we talk about in this program, other programs NFS has been talking about is uh, under this because um, CCP realized that the war, the warfare is going to be changed. Like, there won't be a, a, a World War II. Like the form of it won't be uh, the same anymore, but um, right still it can uh, destroy united states in a different ways in a more sneaky ways uh, in a more uh, technological you know wise they can they can infiltrate they can you know control hack uh, do whatever um and in a cheaper and more effective way to you know 
to, to do that. And also that's the core of the 3F plan, which is also talking about uh, weaken and, you know, destroy the United States. We look, if we look at fentanyl, like it's killing like 300 people per day, yeah. 300 yeah. American people per day. And yeah. uh, Miles used to say this like years ago, Miles said, if you try to ship uh, one bottle of alcohol or one case of mooncake, it's mid-autumn uh, festival, by the way, in China. And uh, if you try to ship that to the United States, you would definitely get blocked. But if you try to ship one kilogram of fentanyl, you will always get through. Hey, right, 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 right. Is, um, is fentanyl growing over there in, uh, when I mean growing, um, are are people dying of fentanyl in 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 China, like they are United States of America, or is that just uh, exported poison outside the country of China? No, definitely not. If, like as Chinese, if you possess, let's not say fentanyl or heroin, if you have weed, it's it's punishable by death. Oh, okay. Right. <laughs> this is the same idea. This right. is this is the same ideology. Imagine like she. Ordered his military generals, his military, that those soldiers must not take vaccines. <laughs> and now he's he's donating all the vaccines to other countries. And, and uh, that's a gangster move. It's, yeah, it's it's a tactic move. I, I definitely, yeah. definitely. Wow. Start with your militaries. Give them this shot. Wow. Like, she, she 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 said many times, like internally, she she said those uh, the soldiers, you know, uh, also like his family members, the, all the people related to him, not must not take the vaccines. And I dare to say, like most of the CCP officials, um, they they would not take the vaccine because they know it's killing people. It's it's uh, and they the forced so and they forced our military. It makes you want to strangle a general. It makes yeah. you right. want to strangle somebody when you hear that. Yeah. I mean, that's uh, it, it looks like the uh, the economy in China has got the attention of the CCP. What's going on with the CEO of Evergrande, Roy? Yeah, I think the news just came out, I think, this morning, although media has been talking about for days. Uh, Evergrande boss, uh, his name is Xu Jiayin. Uh, he he's arrested, and today I think uh, uh, the Ever Evergrande group finally like issued the statement, official statement. And I think all the trading, um, all the tradings are halted. Halted. And remember, like Evergrande, this we we've been talking about this for months, right? right. It's never gonna get better. The the real estate sector and also shadow banking, and finally the banks gonna collapse in the CCP. And Miles talked about this six years ago in 2017 because he knows all the dirty deals and what they've been doing. Right. And now, like CCP's uh, real estate sector worth how much, like $65 trillion. That's the official number. That's, but actually, it's close to $100 trillion, $95 wow. trillion. That's eight to 10 times of its own GDP. If we look at the history, like zero eight financial crisis, it's only 3.5 times. The US uh, housing market is only 3.5 times of the uh, domestic GDP. But now, CCP has like eight to 10 times of the GDP. It's it's such a it's such just a Ponzi scheme, right? Um, and it's about corruption. And let alone like there are so many issues that the people they buying the uh, property is not even theirs, right? There's no ownership of the property. There's no ownership of the land. It's only a seventy years uh, rental agreement for them. And there's there are like issues with you know tofu drag buildings and also rotten rotten tail uh, buildings like the developer just uh, uh, embezzled the money and you know uh, paid those CCP officials and they stolen the uh, money 
and be the white gloves to launder the money for the kleptocrats. And when they're not needed, they'll be killed. So that's why Mao said it years ago, Xu Jiayin, the Evergrande boss, he will be disappeared and he'll be killed because he <laughs> because he's just going to be the uh, scapegoat. He'll be the the Pay attention, Zelensky. Right. Yeah, I was going to say, Roy, with, with all your experience in China and seeing how they eliminate their political opposition when you're no longer needed, the establishment just throws you in jail. Do you watch what's happening in America? And does it just make a chill run down your spine where it's like you see targeting of political opponents from the regime? Or you can see when even on the Democrat side, somebody has worn out their usefulness and they just recycle them. I mean, this is what the Communist Party does, isn't it? Definitely. I mean, if you look at the history of uh, communism, it always there always been political struggles and political movements, but those are always those have always been the um, tools and vehicles for uh, you know getting rid of the uh, rivals, political rivals, and the other factions, right? But the victims have always been uh, Chinese people or the deplorables. If we look at the like uh, the uh, globally, like in Soviet Union, in um, Romania, other countries, the same. Uh, the the price always been the deplorables and middle class and people has been working for them so um that's definitely um, a trend uh, definitely a, a, a characteristic for uh communism and uh, now like we see the, the communism is infiltrating united states and united states becoming more like a um, communist country but right. the good yeah. thing is yeah but the good thing is right now like it's not about one person ha has to say because in in communist china like she has to say Right, she has already purged everyone. Everyone is not uh, like has posed a threat, threat to him has already been killed or in jail. And uh, but like I mean now like we still United States is still like a free country that still has the balance of power. Uh, still we still have <laughs> Congress. We still have uh, uh, legislators. We still have senators. We still have you know um, you know the government. and still have the people. Right and. Now we're seeing like more and more people being realizing so people are not people are not fool. I, I always say this, like people just lack of information or knowledge. They're not fool. They're not stupid. Nobody agrees with the communists. Nobody likes communists. They just need the information. And what you, you guys have been doing are just enlightening all the general public to realize more and more. And I believe in the end, freedom will prevail. Well, I want to thank you for joining us again this week um i i mean i i, I your the information that you have um I, you know you 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 really can't put a dollar value on it because because it's so um it's so needed and i it's uh i see some of the comments in the in the um, section right now they're talking that Facebook is kind of wiping some of their comments. Um, y'all, y'all keep on putting those comments in there because I also noticed earlier that um, on the mobile app for Twitter, um, the broadcast isn't broadcasting, but on the desktop it is. So um, everything that you continue, everything that y'all continue to do at the New Federal State of China, keep on doing it, man. Keep on doing it because uh, the pushback. Because usually when we have people like y'all on here, one of the questions is, what's some of the pushback that y'all get? You know, uh, and and 
we can only see right now where they try to silence, uh, where they try to where they try to silence y'all. And I know we really don't talk about it too much, but the government, when they um, were going after uh, Miles, y'all had a whole lot of donors for uh, the new federal state. Y'all had a lot of donors. And I was reading up on that because they took that money. The government took that money. Am I right? Uh, yes, actually, um, there. I, I believe you're talking about the donors of uh, Rule of Law Foundation that started, mm -hmm. I think, in 2019. And yes, like, uh, and also, like, uh, in, despite of the all these investigations, and of course, they whoever has a right or SEC or whatever. But remember, those donors, some of them, they are in China. Some of them, mm -hmm. they're arrested. Once they're found out, like they're donating to Rule of Law or New Federal or they have associates. They, they'd be disappeared, they'd be in jail. And people are risking their lives donating or supporting us. Right. So right. those are the real forces, those are the real patriots and uh, those people, and also including the people who's been bringing out all the intelligence. But also I want to say uh, uh, to all the audience here, uh, if the, the more we are censored, the more valuable we are. Because right. we are giving out the valuable information. That's why they, CCP would like to pay to whoever, to the big tech, to censor us. Um, yeah. It proves our um, values. So I agree. We'll, we'll keep doing that. We will never stop. Exactly. Outstanding. All right. We will see you next week, my friend. Um, you have any last last words for our audience before, I, uh, before we go to break? Yeah, please uh, spread the words and support uh, Win to Pre podcast and also follow Thank us you. at NFSC Speak. Uh, at NFSC Speak on Twitter and get it and go to nfscofficial.com for that's our official website. Thank you so much. Thank you guys. Wait, Thank you. Thanks, before, you go, before you go, I found out that y'all have a um, y'all have a show that you do over the weekend. Do yes. You, you want to let people know about that real quick too? Yes, we we have we have actually two shows. One is Ava's uh, Whistleblowers. That's uh, every Saturday, twelve to two. And my show is called Infiltration Files. That's two to three o'clock. Um, and I hope when uh, you guys can come up to our show uh, one, sometime. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's yep. on uh, Getter and LFA TV. Yeah, we'll be. I mean, um, I, I don't know about the boys. I talked to the boys, but um, we, I, you know, we'll we'll see what we can do and get on over there. And uh, because your audience is big on Getter, and you know, I've been trying to, I've been fighting with Getter lately about our audience. So. Hopefully, hopefully they can fix some things. But like, look, thank you, thank you for everything, man. Shout Have out to all weekend. the people in China watching the show, all the liberty loving deplorables. Exactly. Keep the faith, folks. Keep the faith. That's right. Keep on fighting. Keep on Attention fighting. Americans. We'll be right breaking back. news. Biden's dangerous plan for a digital dollar is underway. Don't be fooled. It won't benefit you. Take action now. The Federal Reserve phase deployment of FedNow began on July 1st, 2023. Be prepared. This may catch many off guard. Your hard-earned assets are in jeopardy. But there's a simple legal tax loophole 
to opt out of the digital dollar. Reach out to American Alternative Assets for a free wealth protection guide and discover how to safeguard your wealth with gold and silver IRAs against a failing dollar and volatile markets. Visit protectfrombiden.com. This invaluable guide provides precise steps to transfer your IRA or 401k into precious metals without any tax consequences. Be smart. Don't let Biden force you into using the government's new digital dollar. Visit protectfrombiden.com to get your free guide and get started. Again, that's protectfrombiden.com. When I invented my pillow, my passion was to help each and every one of you. And 20 years later, all of your support is what keeps us going. Because of you, we've been able to create thousands of USA jobs and help millions get the best sleep ever. To thank you, my employees and I are bringing you a limited edition my pillow. The Giza Elegance My Pillow is made with my patented adjustable fill, the most amazing cotton, and a two-inch pipe gusset. It has four custom loft levels, machine washable and dryable, and you get my 60-day money-back guarantee and 10-year warranty. Go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get your limited edition 20th anniversary MyPillow queen size. Retails for $69.98, now only $19.98. That's right, get a queen size MyPillow for only $19.98. From all of us here at MyPillow, thanks America! Welcome back to the show. Wayne Dupree, Hutch Baylor Jr. and Mr. G-Rod from... Minute, 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 Muslim Southern. Welcome back to the show. We we are 30 minutes away from a long weekend. Let me ask you something. When y'all smoke food, what's the temperature that you usually smoke it on? 220. How about you, Jay? I am not a food smoker, believe it or not. I know, weird, huh? I love smoked food. I just don't have the yeah. patience for it. Really? Yeah. When you When you smoke, Wayne, do you Stay there, or do you put it in and walk away? I walked away. I stay there. I got, um, I, I was got looking at my Wi Fi right now. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking at my Wi Fi because I'm smoking some spare ribs oh. and I'm doing it on a low for the, fir- for the first time ever. I'm doing it at 225. You usually I do it at 250 or 275, and they're usually done well, around three hours or whatnot. This says five hours for two two twenty five. Hopefully, hopefully I don't because I, I don't like the wrap. I really don't like the wrap. So it said five hours two twenty five. You said that you do yours at two twenty. I'm looking 220, at two twenty two twenty to two fifty. I mean, to try to. It's hard for me to keep a straight temperature. Mine varies. It goes up and down and up and down. So you know, it's right in the middle. Yeah, mine mine is like straight, like oh. Wayne's got the fancy smoker. I had yeah, that too. I had that iPhone uh eye grill, it was called. Yeah. So um it's been out. It's been uh I, I got another two hours and forty two minutes. You don't try to take the temperature of the meat, do you on ribs? No. Yeah, it's too hard. It, it's, you yeah. don't get a real temperature. No, you don't. Mm-mm. Everything else you should, but not ribs. Jay, uh you should get a barrel. You should get a barrel. They're cheaper, but you should get a barrel and try your hand at smoking it, man. It, it, See, I mean, I'm lucky. I've got like all my friends are are meat smokers. So okay, okay. so 
I just uh, I just don't take the time to do it myself. I've got some of the guys that do it where they sit there with it all day. That's throw right. it in the thing, sit there, just read the paper, book, or whatever. <laughs> and then I got some guys that are the high-tech ones that get, yeah. like, mobile sensors and stuff. And <laughs> yeah. then, like, they'll throw it on the grill. They'll have the little pellet feeder. And then, like, we'll meet up somewhere, and they'll be, like, checking their phone. I'll be like, what, are you checking Twitter or something? They're like, no, I'm checking on my, on my smoker. <laughs> like... I think one of the yeah. most outstanding things that ever happened in this realm and this is the reason why you should try it yourself is that when I created my first bacon, oh. I was like, dude, I did that. Right. Yeah, I yeah, turned yeah. that pork belly into, and, and it was on a charcoal smoker. Oh, one of them bullet looking things. It was old and I didn't like it. I was, a, you're a slave to the charcoal because yeah. it's not enough to keep it going. You have to relight more. Char- oh my God, was that a tough one? But in the, at the end of the day, man, that was some good bacon. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I, I've been stuck with gravity smokers for the last couple of years and uh, with the technology that's out there right now. Uh, the only thing that uh, I haven't mastered that I will try again is the brisket. Oh, I did. I got that down. Yeah. You know, I'm because I don't want to cut too much off and that's, that's my thing. I don't want to cut too much off and, when you got the point and you got the flat and, but you got that big old hard fat in the middle thing, you're like, okay, I I know I need to cut this out, but when you cut all that big hard fat off, then uh, um, you don't want to cut any, well, you can't, it doesn't render, but you still need to leave some fat in there though. So, right. Right. right? Am I right? Hutch? Yeah. I wouldn't cut anything out. The the thing you got to do is, and I'm not an expert. I mean, there's probably people in the audience have been doing this their whole life. I haven't been doing it my whole life, but I've been doing it last few years. You take some aluminum foil and put it over the ends so you can cook that centerpiece longer without totally burning the ends. I mean, they end up being burn ends anyway, I'm but, in the flat. They're, but they're good, you know. Yeah. So, and there is a temperature that the, the meat hits that that fat should render. Just melts. Yeah. It's like a chemical, it's like a chemistry thing. I mean, the people that are really into it, they do mathematical problems on yes. it. You know? They got uh, a little formula on their ass. Yeah. That, like, well, look, I, um, I'm <laughs> do it. And that's why I don't sit around and wait. Um, I did it. I started at night and I kept waking up every 20, 30 minutes to see if it was still going, you know. But um, the meat hit. 160 or 165 right but it stayed there for about five six hours oh yeah yeah i've been there wrong i've been there yeah. no they write they write about that yeah yeah they write about that happens yeah i was like i did something wrong i know i did i mean the beat is stuck you know that's why it's hard to smoke something for like if you got a group coming over yeah because i've already had it where man the stuff wasn't done till 9 30 right. i can't help it man the temperature <laughs> is what it is Right. You pull it out now. It's going to suck. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. There's three things that I want to smoke that I haven't smoked yet. Exactly. And one Pork of them butt. doesn't even, one of them doesn't even include smoking. Pork butt. No, I want to make a ham. Oh, oh yeah. I want to smoke okay. a ham. I want to make corned beef, which doesn't involve smoking. It's brining. Right. And then I want to make pastrami, which is smoked corned beef. Right. Mm. Those are the three I haven't done yet, and I really want to, and it's coming. I just got to get the, 
the time and the courage because <laughs> you gotta you gotta cure that ham too. I love well, how our podcast always devolves into food. It's so much. <laughs> it's, it's calming. It's calming. Yeah, you know, right. Yeah, Especially yeah. after Roy comes on with that Mandarin yeah. collar and whatnot. I know, right? Right. But you know, coming downstairs, like uh, it allows me. Like I have cherry wood out there, smoking with the uh, the ribs. And when I was coming downstairs at two twenty five. That smoke is just coming right out that thing oh. in the back. I mean, and and like if I was smoking at a higher temperature, after like two hours, that smoke is gone. Okay. But that right there, that looks like it's just low and slow, baby. It's just, you know, it's like, wow, look at that. So yeah, I mean, I think, I think that I think um that's gonna be really good. Um, and for those that in the house that don't want that making cheeseburger soup uh mm. in, in a slow cooker and for those that don't know how to make that uh i just uh, uh brown brown um ground beef uh, put uh frozen frozen vegetables including um, carrots um, onions uh, celery and if you want a couple bags of mixed vegetables you put that in there too uh, salt, pepper, and basil, uh, and some chicken broth. Mm. Put it in there for about seven hours. After that's finished, you get some Velveeta cheese, cut that up, put that in there. You get some cream cheese, put that in there, stir it around, and there you got your cheeseburger soup. Yeah. <laughs> I like stuffed pepper soup, except oh. instead of you instead of using beef, use Italian hot sausage. Oh, yeah. There's now. Oh, shoot! And I, I forgot you got to put potatoes in there too. Sorry about that. Oh. But um, sounds good. Sounds more like I, a stew. It, yeah. When I go to uh, the Olive Garden, I get the Zuppa Toscana soup. And I figured I can, man, I can do that at home. So oh, basically, so basically, what that is is you get a slow cooker, you brown spicy sausage, brown that, put that at the bottom of the crock pot, cut yourself up some potatoes, russet potatoes, put that on top of the, put that on top of that, salt, pepper, garlic powder, uh, um, and. That's really it. No, 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 no salt, no salt, no salt. You don't need any salt because the salt comes from the um, sausage. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you got the sausage, you got the potatoes, and you got your chicken broth. Let that go for about seven hours. Mm. After that's done, you get kale, washed kale. These are aristocrat whatnot. Yeah. Put that. Put, put the kale in. And get some um, heavy cream. You get a, 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 a little carton of heavy cream. Pour that in. Stir it up. You're done. Four four things. That, I mean, it, oh, my. Oh, and potatoes. God darn. And you put the potatoes. Yeah, well, well I said that. Yeah, yeah. Sausage, potatoes, liquid, seven hours. Then kale and heavy cream. Stir it around. 
You'll be eating that for man. You'll be eating that for days, man. Put the put the helicopter on standby. Right. <laughs> see, see, I'm excited. You brought up Velveeta cheese. Oh, yeah. And we got yeah. the kids coming over for dinner tonight, and we let yep. them pick what we're. Jen lets them pick what they want to make, and she's making a Velveeta spaghetti uh, casserole. And I'm like, oh. I'm like, oh my god. We've been together ten years, and I've never had this. So yeah, oh. tonight about five o'clock, you'll be. Uh, we'll be. I think we hit a nerve. Yeah, yeah everybody. Yeah. Everybody's hungry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I got a. Um, I did. Uh, I got to drive over to the college this weekend. So um, I was supposed to go last weekend, but it rained really bad. So I'm going this weekend, and. Uh, I was supposed to take my daughter some chicken breast. I was going to grill some chicken breast. And uh, what's crazy is, you know those, you know those bowls that you got that um, cement um, stirrer. Yeah. You know you can make guacamole in it, but um, you know you, you. I mean, it's like a little hammer too. You right. stir the thing around. Well. Uh, Took some basil, took some hot peppers, uh, took some took some oil, took some took, and it and it makes a one of the best smelling paste uh, marinades that I have ever smelled before. And I put it on the chicken. And since I didn't go last week, I put. Oh, it's been marinating for a week. Well, I put it in the freezer. I put the chicken and the marinade in the freezer. So now I so now I took it out this morning so that I could grill it tomorrow. But can you imagine how how great oh that's going to taste? Mm-hmm. Oh man! Back to that Velveeta for a second. When I was growing up, my mom was tight. She didn't mm-hmm. spend no money, man. I mean, so like the neighbors had the newest innovation: all those individually wrapped uh, cheese, American cheese slices. And we yeah. had the Velveeta, you know, oh, and yeah. I, I used to feel disadvantaged. I'm glad I did now because <laughs> like we would buy in Pittsburgh, they call bologna jumbo and we used to buy it right off the big loaf, you know? Oh yeah. And, and we would hand slice it and it had this red plastic over it and you could never get a slice like on a slicer. So the top would be this thick and on the other side of the sandwich, it was thin as paper, right? you know, and, and Velveeta on it. The same way with those, those cheese, they're so hard to slice. You need that wire tool to cut right. through it. But man, I'll tell you what, you make some macaroni and cheese with Velveeta, milk and butter, not mm. the bake, not the baked kind, just for a quick meal. Mm. Oh my word. Is that so much better? Oh. I love Velveeta. Yeah. But, um, I went over to a captain's house during a, during a football playoff game when I, when I was in um, the military and he took some Velveeta and mixed it with some salsa. That's what and my buddy did. Some um, banana peppers. <laughs> we did, my buddy, my buddy did that at camp. I never saw anything like it. He took a freaking fire. He took a fire, a, a cast iron skillet. Yeah, because we were out around the, out around the fire, mm-hmm. and he put a whole block of Velveeta yep. cheese in yep. there. Yep. Oh, the yeah, the whole yep. thing. Yeah, and a jar of salsa. Man, was yep. that good? Was oh my god! Oh, that my was so god. good. Yeah, it was. You good. know, it was. We good. might have found the thing that can unite the right and the left. Velveeta cheese. 
I, that's why I put that up there. Right. That, that's that's Donald Trump's talking point right there. Right. Because yeah. there's a whole lot of Democrats love that stuff. Yeah, oh, I was yeah. going to say oh, yeah. both right and left. We can all agree on Velveeta cheese. Can yes, we, we not? Can. I can't. Like, there's nothing and, like and, a grilled cheese with Velveeta pouring oh, out the side of it, burning your finger. Right. Mm-hmm. You take that bite and it drips down oh, your cheek. And you're like, Ooh, <laughs> dip, dip that bad boy in some tomato soup. Oh, oh, oh. Mm. We have mm. successfully united people on the way yeah. to the podcast. God bless America. Exactly. God bless America. Uh, yeah, the uh, situation is going on right now. The, oh, man, that, that's eight minutes worth. Well, I'll just, I'll just play a little bit. The committee has received 12,000 pages of bank records. Here they are, right in front of us, printed double-sided. And not a single page shows a dime going to President Joe Biden. We've received 2,000 pages of SARS reports the chairman subpoenaed. We've held hearings and conducted interviews with everybody from Hunter Biden's business partners to a federal agent assigned to that investigation. And still, we found no evidence of wrongdoing by President Biden. If the Republicans had a smoking gun or even a dripping water pistol... They would be presenting it today, but they've got nothing on Joe Biden. All they can do is return to the thoroughly demolished lie that Rudy Giuliani and Donald Trump launched five years ago. The Burisma conspiracy theory, a fairy tale so preposterous that one of its main authors, Lev Parnas, has now disowned and repudiated it. This is the theory that Vice President Biden global anti-corruption groups, and most Western governments targeted Ukraine Prosecutor General Shokin for removal because he was threatening the Burisma Corporation, whose board Hunter Biden served on. Trump synthesized the lie in his August 27th post about President Biden, saying, look, the guy got bribed, he paid people off, and he wouldn't give $1 billion to Ukraine unless they, quote, got rid of the prosecutor. Trump's story is the opposite of the truth. When Biden was VP, he worked as a key player in the Obama administration and global community's efforts to combat corruption in Ukraine. In late 2015, as part of... What I'm you know, if, do, Biden, if Biden gets convicted, that guy ought to go to jail. Yeah, he was one of the main problems of the other one. Let me... um. But you love technology. Technology shows a was dime going to suddenly accuse this shake constitutional system going forward. There's a motion to table Mr. Raskin's motion. Is there a second? I'd like to ask for a recorded vote on that, Mr. Chairman. This is on the, the subpoena of the two key figures, Rudy Giuliani and Lev Parnas. Key figures for what? But in your theory about why President Biden should be impeached, I think this they're is going to be an informative hearing for you, Mr. Raskins, because we've we were going to present evidence. What evidence? There's and, no evidence. Well, just there are no we'll fact. Just witnesses. sit back and let, let the American people hear the see the hearing and let the American people. Decide. All right. Now look, All right. you've gone over your time. We're going to have a. 
we're going to go by the course. rules here. Okay. Okay. Motion. okay. Motion and I'm glad you brought the box of bank statements. If we had a box of all the foreign money the Bidens took, it would have reached to the ceiling. Yeah. <laughs> so let's just a have point this of hearing. Inquiry. Let's be, no, listen. Everybody's going to get five minutes. I'm going to present the witnesses. Everyone's going to get a chance. Five minutes. I let the ranking member go way over time in his opening statement, but we are going to abide by the five minutes. There's a motion to table on the There's floor. A There's a motion on the floor. See, and I want you to understand something. When I play stuff like this, you see how defiant the Democrats are yep. when the Republicans are trying to put something out. But you don't see that as much when the Republican, when the Democrats are in power, you don't really see that um, from the Republicans. And I want to ask both of y'all, have y'all seen this? Because, well, not this. The question is, you know how you're seeing a whole lot of Democrats come out and say that uh, Menendez should resign? A lot of Democrats are coming out and saying it, right? Yep. Right. Zero risk. Of course they will. Right. Are you seeing any Republicans say that? No. I haven't either. No. I haven't either. I saw that earlier this morning, and it kind of perplexed me a little bit. I'm like, you're right. I haven't seen any, any Republicans say, I mean, they almost got him dead to right. I mean, and, and you look in other areas, and it's the same way. You know, just the other day, 28 Republican senators even though they know the vast majority of this country does not want war in Ukraine, voted to fund them again. Yeah. yeah. Two days ago. And there's yeah. some names in there I've told you about, I've warned you about. Yeah. Barrasso yeah. from Wyoming is one. Yep. Yep. Shelley Moore mm -hmm. Capito, Bill Cassidy, yep. Susan Collins, Tom Cotton, John, John Cornyn. We all knew Lindsey Graham, Joni Erst, Chuck Grassley, John Haven, but John Kennedy. I knew you were going to say that. I knew oh, you, you have to. You have to because the guy's got a gift of gab and he's got he a did. whole lot of people buffaloed and he is a fraud. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And we got to be serious people and we got to deal with this because if we don't, we're going to be in war. I knew you were going to say Kennedy. You know, and watching this impeachment hearing too, switching back to that. I mean, you're absolutely right. The Republicans just let Democrats do whatever when they're in power. Right. You're, I'm going to give people a pro tip to watch how the media covers this. And Jonathan Turley on his opening statement, yeah. nailed it. he said, he said um, there, he outlined some different points. Like this is concerning. This is concerning. This is concerning. The most concerning thing is that these federal agencies stop investigating, which you guys have evidence for. So the appropriate constitutional step is an impeachment inquiry, which is what we're here today to do. Um, however, I will say full disclosure, we don't have the evidence, which is why we're doing the inquiry instead of impeachment, but we don't have the direct evidence to impeach Joe Biden today. And then afterwards, he reiterates again, and he says, but to be clear, this is completely appropriate. There is enough of a smoking gun here to, to warrant doing an investigation to see if there's evidence because the federal agencies haven't. You watch on all the liberal media. They're going to take that whole clip that clearly spells no out evidence. what the House is doing is appropriate. And they're going to take the one sentence where he says, we don't have direct evidence to impeach President Biden today. 
and they'll cut out all the other discussion that says this is why we're doing an inquiry and there's plenty of evidence to to warrant an inquiry. And yeah, you couldn't get the evidence without having the inquiry. Correct. I mean, that's why there's something in those boxes. Right. Oh. Just what you said. Exactly yep. what you said. Right. And you're going to see this reported on all the media. And I've got my guys there clipping the full thing and putting it out mm -hmm. there. But this is how they manipulate the folks. There's going to the be a hundred headlines that yep. pull that clip. Yep. Exactly. And that, and, 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 and then, I mean, now if that would happen to the Democrats, the Democrats would come out after or in the middle of all of these, uh, um, um, witnesses and stuff, and they will come out and do uh, press conferences, press briefings, and carry the narrative that way. Republicans just won't do it. No, because they, they, they're because they're part of it. it. You know? Roy mentioned the phrase "paid opposition." Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And I know that they're apolitical, so I didn't go there. But mm -hmm. I wanted to ask them: Can you please start naming some Republicans? Right. Yeah. For the audience, please. I mean, what, what were the meetings with Lindsey Graham or whoever, or or generals? How about Mark Milley? When, when is he? How many stocks did he get? Yeah, you it. know. But I know they don't go there, so I never ask them. But I, I would be interested. I would be well, because you know you look at they even call themselves progressive. You know, he talked about the characteristics of communism. Communism's been here since the teens. Right. Woodrow Wilson. They renamed the communists the progressives. Yep. Every time you hear the word progressive from anybody, they're proud of the word. So let them say it. But yeah. progressive is a synonym for communist. Yep. Bill O'Reilly this morning. Um, and um, as we as we get ready to leave, Bill O'Reilly was talking about um, today, um, today's time. And he was like, the reason why we are in the position where we are is because of the progressive agenda. That's a fact. Uh, and well, him saying that kind of hit me and kind of hit my chest a little bit because I was like, okay, so it, if that's true, if it is true that uh, the progressive agenda is has brought us to where we are right now, then it's also true that Republicans, conservatives, they don't know how to fight. They didn't know how to fight. And they don't know how to stop this from happening. Correct. Or they're part it, of it. Or they're part if, of it. Right, right. Meaning, meaning they don't know they they don't know how to stop it from happening. So they just joined up. They don't know how to stop the the progressive agenda. And the progressive there are more conservatives in this country than there are progressives. I agree with that. So why is it always that the, the majority is always falling down to a minority? Because we staffed our army with enemies. Right. If that makes any sense, we stacked our side with the Lindsey Grahams and the Tom Cottons and the people. These are not the best and the brightest. Right. The best and the well, brightest get, get kicked down the stairs. Ask yeah. Herman Cain. Yeah. You know, the best and the brightest, ask Donald Trump. Yeah, when he yeah. when the best and the brightest come out and they put an R behind their name, the communist and the Republican Party attack them. Mm -hmm. And it happens all the time, over and over and over. Chris Christie's a good example. Everybody on that debate stage is a good example. 
Tim Scott got bought off in his first term. You know, I mean, it's, 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 uh, Americans got to wake up to this. There's not two sides. This is brilliant. This is a brilliant takedown of a country. Well, and the fact of the matter is, if you look at any communist takeover historically, it only takes 10% of the population that are, that are militant about it. And, and they do the, the, they break up the nuclear family and then they take control of the communication mediums and the children and the children. And those are kind of like three or four prongs, and and it only takes ten percent of the population, right? I saw that. I saw a, a, a title of an article today. If real serious men want to fix this country, then kill pornography. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's serious face. I mean, you know, we got to get back to family values, man. You know, we do. I think that'll yeah, win in, by itself. We need yeah. to discover God. That's the truth. All right, last thoughts, Jason. Oh, hey, uh, folks, going to be a lot of exciting news. I'm going to give my shout-out if you want a non-political thing. Started reading this book series called Galaxy's Edge, if you like science fiction. It is phenomenal. It talks about a corrupt future government, that that, and it goes through all the intrigue, and then eventually the military steps in and overthrows it. So it's kind of a nice uh, galaxiesedge.com. Have a good weekend, everybody. Thanks for sticking with us. We appreciate it. You got another year left of the show. Right. (laughs) Donald Trump was out there last night. He did something really beautiful. He said, I don't think so. Donald Trump says it's unlikely any GOP candidates will be his VP. God bless you, sir. God bless you. I saw that. Yeah. Y'all have a great weekend. Remember, if you get in trouble with the law and uh, you just happen to be one of those YouTube videos, First off, don't call us because we ain't got no money on the show. Call the Second vendor. off, make sure that you're wearing a whole lot of rouge and 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 foundation. Did y'all see um, the Sanders getting Ron Sanders makeup? Nikki Haley just standing up, just waiting for the commercial to be over. DeSantis getting all pretty and everything. Oh, so. FYI, DeSantis had on taller heels than Nikki Haley too. F F F F Y I I. Nikki Haley looked good up there. <laughs> yeah, I have a great weekend. <laughs>